right. Erica Fur, bass player, singer, coma hole, artist, designer. Anything else? Did I miss anything? Uh I don't think so. Uh new new uh bartender. That's about it. <laughs> cool. Where you bartend at? Um, I just started at this place uh, local to me. It's like a music martini bar. I've been going there for like most of my life, just hanging out. It's like a coffee shop too. But uh, I started right. last week actually working there. So you might as well you might as well make some money if you're going to be there anyway. Right? Yeah, exactly. If I'm going to be there all the time, I might as well be on the payroll. So right on. yeah. <laughs> so Comahole just put out their first single. Is that yes. accurate? Yes. So it's called Old Climb. Mm-hmm. And it's just bass and drum. Is that right? Yes. And is that a conscious decision or could you just not play it, find a guitar player? Um, so initially when we started this, um, obviously it was just the two of us. And um, I don't know, we've been a band for about two years, I want to say almost three. And um, I kind of just kind of like it just being the two of us. Like I've always thought about adding in like another something for the high end because to feed off of live like would be fun but um i don't know the more we've done this the more i kind of just like having two people as the dynamic i think it's interesting so it, it is it's, it's a cool sound it's like super heavy and fuzzy i kind of liked it with with no yeah. guitar it's yeah, kind of like... oh thank I, you i'm sure there's some band i'm sure there's some band out there that's just bass and, and drums but it, it's got its own thing going on without the guitar it's pretty unique that way oh thank you yeah um I kind of like that super stripped down sound anyway. I mean, we sound full, but you can tell it's just the two of us at the same time. So um, yeah. I don't know, just experimenting with that and seeing where it takes us. Did you record more or, or just this one? one oh, we have we have more tracks. So we went and we recorded um, all the songs that we've been playing since like the very beginning. Um, we were trying to record our EP last year. We were going to go uh, in March... And then with the pandemic and stuff, it was literally like as soon as everything was shutting down was when we were supposed to go record. <laughs> so we kind of had to postpone that by a year. But um, yeah, back in July, we went down to Pennsylvania to record at Redwater Recu- Recording Studio. And um, yeah, so we have a handful of more tracks that hopefully, I'm not sure when we're going to release the EP, but probably like late fall, we'll have like our debut ep so that's that's the loose plan at least but we wanted to get the single out because everybody's always asking us like where can we listen to your music and like all we have is like the instagram live videos and stuff so we were like just itching to get something out you know so is it is it the kind of the same same vein as old climb yeah we because old climb has has kind of some some speed to it it's pretty fast song so Um, is it kind of like that or all over there or uh, I think we cover like a, a range. We have like, we have a handful of more tracks that kind of like, we got like slower ones. We have uh, like a, a groovier, upbeat one. It's not nearly as aggressive, but definitely I would say upbeat and kind of uh, escalates throughout the song. And then we have a, a more like a hypnotic, long kind of stoner doom however you want to describe it song i don't really know what we are but um yeah we're kind of like all over the place with it so hopefully um i don't know people dig it (laughs) nice so i I saw on the coma hole instagram that you have been a band for a while and you did some shows back in 19 so i was wondering if you had more songs than just this one that you put out you must if you're playing shows yeah (laughs) yeah so we yeah we have um the EP that we're going to be releasing with a handful of more songs on it. And then we have like a bunch of others too, that like we're already kind of planning for the next release as well, even though we haven't gotten this one out yet, but we, st- we have like a handful of more songs for the next. And then we've been, we've been working on writing songs too. So there's plenty of stuff. It just, you know, everything takes so much time, especially currently with the world and stuff. So right. just trying to be patient. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you're on a way on your way to a, a show tomorrow right yes we are going up to burlington vermont which i'm super stoked about because i love going up north and i've never been to burlington i've heard it's awesome uh but our friends in Lungbuster asked us if we wanted to come up and play jimmy's basement and then uh we're playing with two other bands um space cult 
and poverty line. So, and I, I, I haven't interacted with them much, so I'm very interested in what it's going to be like tomorrow. So nice. I saw that you played with bone church, which is pretty awesome. How do you, how do you, how'd you hook up on, on that show? Um, pretty, just, a pretty impressive bill for a band that doesn't have any music out two years ago even so i'm impressed yeah uh, so initially when we started playing shows um because we're from westerly rhode island so we're kind of like right on the border of connecticut which bone church is from connecticut and okay. yeah. i i know a lot of people in connecticut and we kind of like started getting booked by this one dude that we know who primarily books all ct and like he's booked those dudes and like I I can't think of the first time we actually played with them, but um, I mean I we became like really good friends with all the dudes in Bone Church. Like I we go to each other's shows and we try to like line up shows together whenever we can. And we I I talk to a handful of them every now and again. So we just kind of became like really good friends. So it's like one of those like if we want to set up a show, we we try to play together. So that's cool. Yeah, I I love Bone Church. They put out a good album. Was it last year? Awesome. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, awesome. I actually um not to fluff up, but they their last album um they uh, asked me to come and do a little like backing vocals on it. So there's two tracks that like it's it's in the mix, but I did I did a couple little like oohs and ahs and stuff with them. So that's awesome. Yeah, they're cool dudes. They're awesome. I'm I'm very stoked for them. It seems like they uh, are are just getting bigger all the time and have more opportunities and yeah awesome. people say really good things about them and and i would i would agree you know from what i've heard they, they rock so super dope dudes nice uh and speaking of knowing awesome people i i was just curious how like your instagram and even coma hole kind of got so so big in, in a sense uh, like I, I just posted uh, an album cover uh, of Mastodon a few days ago and they mm-hmm. saw it in my story. And I was like, Oh shit. I wonder what are they going to do with it? You know, are they going to, are they going to share it? Are they going to follow me? Yeah. You know? And none of that happened, of course. <laughs> but I, then I saw that Mastodon follows you and I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> I have no idea how that even happened. I remember it was just, I made a post once where I was wearing a new shirt I got from them. And like, I tagged, I just tagged them in it. Like, I don't even remember what the caption was. And then, like, they liked it. And I was like, okay, cool. And then, like, I remember being at work one morning and, um, at, like, my old job. And, like, I walked over to go get coffee before I started. And I'm, like, on my phone waiting for my coffee, like, on Instagram. And then I was, like, looking to see. I'm, like, oh, new followers. Like, who's that? And it was, like, Mastodon something. And I was, like, who is this? And I looked and I was, like, Mastodon followed me? (laughs) I was, like, I was, like, what the fuck? Like, they're like one of my favorite bands. I've seen them so many times. So I don't know. It's just like mad cool. I was like, okay, I don't know. I don't know why. They still follow me too. I'm like, all right. Like, awesome. I guess you think there's something that you think is cool. I don't know, but <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> it's always fun when somebody that you admire, like even just like comes across anything you do. So I, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, as long as I've been doing slightly fuzz, like a handful of bands have shared stuff, like stuff followed me back, you know, whatever, which is cool. But Mastodon's not one of them. <laughs> maybe, maybe someday. Maybe one. You never maybe know. Someday. I don't know who runs the Mastodon account, if it's them or if it's somebody else or anything. But either way, very cool. So congrats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so how long have you been playing? Has it, has it always been music as a career choice? Or have you been... Obviously, you're super into art and design and stuff, too. So which was it first? Which came up first? So I would say um, I've kind of been doing both those things most of my life. Like I've always, like as a kid, like it's always like, the, oh, like she's good at art. And then like, I always like singing. So that's like where I started is I was always a part of like any, any chorus program and any music program and trying to do all like the music groups and stuff. Um, but this is actually like my first real band like I've ever had. Um, I've always loved music. I know that it's something that I've always wanted to do and perform, but never really knew exactly like what that meant. You know, like I was like, I love singing and I want to develop singing. And then um, I think when I was 11 or 12, I picked up guitar and that's mainly what I did. And uh, I did that mainly up until a couple of years ago when I was finally starting to try and form bands. Um, so it was like, 
I finally started investing in my like equipment because I was like, I'm going to sing and play like lead guitar and I want to be in a band with people. And I started getting together with people. And then as I was doing that, like when we get together and try to jam, I was like, I actually don't like playing guitar and singing in a band. And I was like, it's kind of stressing me out. I was just like, it doesn't feel right. Like playing guitar and singing stresses me out. And I just had a thought where I was just like, what if I played bass? I don't know. Like after I just bought, like I spent like two grand on all this equipment. And then I was like, well, fuck it. Like, let's try it. And then now I'm here. So, and it feels so much better. And like, I feel like it's developed my understanding of music exponentially and it just feels natural and like i just enjoy it so much more so that's kind of the journey i've i've been on um i'm very happy i decided to pick it up uh everybody always needs a bass player and not everybody wants to be a bass player but everyone always needs one so i think it's so much fun (laughs) i love bass like it just feels so much more natural to me especially because when i started playing guitar it was acoustic and i did a lot of like finger picking and so then when I tried to make the transition to electric and using a pick, that was a whole other thing too. That like, even though it doesn't sound difficult for me, it was just like, I can't do this. Like I want to use my fingers. And so then when I started picking up bass, I was like, Oh my God, I can use my fingers again. And like, it just feels like a whole like body like experience, like your whole body's in it, especially when you're singing too. Like, I just feel like I like the sound is just, coming out like emanating and it's just i love it i love the low end and i love the groove and i don't think i ever realized that most of the music i listen to too is very like bass and groove heavy like i didn't realize that that's what was influencing me more than guitar so yeah i'm happy that i picked it up was it was it a natural feeling to sing and play something at the same time because i played guitar a tad (laughs) like back in high school especially and I remember just trying to sing like some acoustic song while I was doing it. I'm like, Oh, well, that's not going to work. That'll, that'll never work. I can tell. <laughs> you definitely, it definitely takes a lot of practice and like separation. Like, but I don't know. I've been doing it for so long, like uh, just playing guitar and singing. And then in high school, I did a lot of like musical theater stuff. And because I could also play guitar, there was a lot of times where like, I would be like a character in something and like the character would be playing an instrument. So then like I would be playing the instrument as well as doing all the singing and stuff. So it was like just a lot of practice. Um, I mean, I still, it still trips me up certain things like that I write and then I want to write these melodies over it. And I kind of have to just like, just start slowly and then build on it until it's just like, you don't even think about it. Right. So, yeah. I always wanted to be a drummer. I feel like, especially in the nineties, drummers were cool there was like tommy lee and i mean like drumming was cool like that's the cool guy in the group and then somewhere along maybe late 90s that was just no longer the case it was all about being like lead guitar or whatever but i tried being the drummer i i I tried to play drums in like middle school band or something and i could only do like two things at once i couldn't get my feet to do the same or different things my hands or whatever and I, I think I'm just not cut out for much of any of it, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't understand either. drumming whatsoever. Like yeah. I, I say it to my drummer Steve all the time, like just like listening to him too on the recordings. I'm like, I don't get it. Like people think that like what I do is impressive, but I don't, especially like drummers who also sing. I don't, that's a whole territory of coordination that I don't think I could ever grasp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That seems super tough. Yeah. So um, art, when yes. when did you start getting into art? About the same time, it sounded like. And I guess a better question is, when did your art turn from like innocent doodling and coloring into like weird stuff? Because for me, like I've, I've drawn since I was a kid, little kid, always mm-hmm. been on the more creative side. People always told me you're a great artist or whatever. But I remember specifically like middle school, probably after hearing like heavy music, after hearing I don't Metallica or something was whatever the first one was. It went from like some dude with sunglasses on into like skulls and flames. <laughs> so, yeah. so when did you start doing like the art that you are doing ish? You know, I don't know. Like I've, it's like hard to say. I think I've always been into creepy and weird things. Not to say that as a kid, I was like doing it when I was like six, but yeah. like, if I can think back to like, maybe when it started i was probably like 
like 12 or 13 maybe like I don't I just I if I go through all my doodles I definitely like lots of eyeballs I mean obviously other than it's like a meme isn't it like sitting in class and just like not paying attention because you're drawing eyeballs in your notebook I definitely I think think drawing dicks was was mostly what we drew I mean I didn't do that but I draw eyeballs (laughs) and like creepy trees and I like I um like I've always like skulls and plants and morbid stuff, but I think the real like coming into my style more so happened over the past couple of years with actually trying to, I don't know, create a goal with my art. Like again, art's another thing that I've always done and I know it's what I want to do, but like how to actually make that like your, your business and unique to use like a whole other thing that you don't even think about until like you get there, like you get older and you're like, okay, well like, what direction can I take this? And so I think music too definitely influences it. Like, and especially like in the, the stoner doom community, like the type of art that that is like, it's so very like specific and like, I love it. Like, and it definitely influences my style all the time to seeing all these like really awesome artists, like, and what they create. And, you know, there's all those classic tropes of like witches and wizards and all that, but I, I'm not really like into that end of it. It's more like, I definitely like the, the natural and occult morbid kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would say I've, I've kind of been into like darker stuff like a long time. And I've always really liked surrealism, like like Salvador Dali type-esque course, stuff, yeah. creepy dreamlike things. So yeah, I, I saw some of your, your drawing slash painting stuff. I'm, obviously your design work and, and we can talk about that in a minute, but I saw a lot of your paintings and drawings and stuff. And it reminded me a lot of like, like my style of stuff, not just stuff that I'm into, but stuff that like, like I went to college for art and design. So I graduated with a degree in art and interactive media. So it was like designing websites and graphic design, but also just like painting and drawing and stuff like that too. So a lot of my art at that time was I would draw it because I was a good drawer learning how to paint but then I would paint acrylic over it and then I would like kind of just embellish with watercolor and stuff mm-hmm. and and you have a lot of watercolor stuff it's a lot of surreal stuff and and that's a lot of the stuff that I was doing so I really liked all of the the art that you were doing and you know Thank you. head split with mushrooms coming out of it and stuff like that I, I thought it was pretty rad so Thank yeah, you. yeah yeah definitely um, I love incorporating those like natural elements with the morbid and then the kind of like psychedelic, like with all the colors and stuff. Like I like the contrast, like the juxtaposition of those two things. And I mean, I'm trying to develop it all the time and and get better. And I take inspiration from whether it's other artists or just like outside or things like that. Like always trying to find new ways to incorporate things into my art and improve it. And cause I I like a lot of heavy detail oriented stuff too. it's just getting better at all that. Like I love like John Dyer Baisley. So good. His artwork is just incredible. Like all the elements that he always incorporates. And I love that he does all the artwork for, you know, his own band. Like, I think that's so cool. And that's like something I'm trying to do as well. So just like marrying the music and the art together. Do you ever think about doing a, like a gallery show of art or is it more about like the connection to music and album covers and merch and, and stuff like that? Um, it's really just finding time. I don't know. Like I, it, I go through phases of like certain types of art that I like to dedicate time to, like, especially right now, like, cause I've just been doing art full time. I mean, I just recently got this other gig because I was like, I want to just like, I don't know, be doing something, have a place that tells me I need to be somewhere kind of thing and make a little more money. But, um, you know, I've been focusing on the graphics so much just because I do, I do like it being like, combined with the music and I like being able to help other people you know um flesh out their visions for their music like I think it's I think it's fun and it's a it's a fun challenge but I've definitely thought about it like I've I just I don't know I've just been focusing on graphics so much I just um haven't had time to create a bunch of like original pieces that I would want to display but I'd like to I would and I'd love to like sell prints again I used to do that um but I've just been so digital focused and like design focused i just haven't thought about it but i that's definitely, definitely in the future. i'm sorry I, that's definitely where the money is is the digital yeah. stuff yeah <laughs> like i said i went to to college for for art and 
I so I've sold a handful of paintings right out of uh, college, not not for a yeah. lot, but you know, sold a few and and put some stuff into shows and whatnot. And it it would have been a tough tough go of it. And I was glad that I had at least a backup part of my degree yeah. to, go into, to graphic design. And then I you know I started doing marketing, graphic design for people. And yeah, the starving yeah. artist thing would, would have been tough. I think. <laughs> so I remember. I remember so many uh, like times in high school because I, I mean, I didn't go to college or anything. This is all just I'm kind of just learning as I go along and trying to propel myself. But I remember when people were like asking me, like, oh, what are you going to do after high school and in college? And like, know that I'm an artist, like everybody would be like, you should go into graphic design. I remember being like, fuck that shit. I don't want to do that. That sounds stupid. Like, that's not my yeah. thing. I'll never get it. And then like. <laughs> but yeah. I guess it's because when you hear that like you don't I didn't really think about like I don't know specific audiences that I could target or communities that I could work in as an artist like I just had no vision of that and it was the same with music too didn't have like a I don't know a community I thought I wanted to be a part of or what kind of music do I want to do or what's it going to look like like I, I didn't know so like like finding your niche is definitely important in that too like I feel like I found through music, the community where I also can sell my art. So like now graphic design is like, oh, that's super cool. I like doing this because it's not like just business logos and like, I don't know. That that's what that's what I think of when I hear graphic design, like go to school for graphic. And yeah. I'm just like, I was like, like, that doesn't sound fun. But this is fun. I like I love working with bands and and creating art for my own band and like and just certain like cool brands. Um yeah. So just like finding your niche and community can make that like so much more fun. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, that is my day job is making logos and like corporate flyers and stuff for people. Yeah. And it's it's not it's not the same as making like concert posters and album mm -hmm. art and stuff like that. It's not the same at all. It's it's kind of a bummer sometimes. But when I was a kid, my parents were always like, you're creative and artistic. You should be an architect because that was like the highest paying thing they could probably think of that involved any sort of drawing, you know? And yeah. I remember like using this ruler to like draw buildings. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is so the opposite of art. Like it's, it has to, everything has to be exact and everything has to be mathematically proportionate. And I'm like, this sucks. Like that's the opposite yeah. of what I'm gonna do. You know, I'm going to just draw whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And, and I guess being a designer is somewhere in between because you know, it, they do expect a certain level of things, but you can still be you can still be creative. And then on top of like corporate flyers and logos, doing the concert posters and album artwork and stuff like that is complete freedom. I mean, you know, the, the bands are are creative people themselves. So even if they're the ones telling you what goes and what doesn't, at least they understand what like art is. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. You know. And most of the time, most people I work with, like, don't even have a super specific vision or even like a deadline so it's just kind of like yeah this is like a vague idea of what we have but we like like your style so like you just go for it and i'm like all right go for it that's the best response yeah. you can ever get yeah yeah i mean sometimes it's cool to have like a lot more like direction because sometimes i get overwhelmed with all that freedom i'm just like i have no idea i have so many ideas like what's the best but you end up figuring it out and it's always so nerve wracking like after because I've done like a few like album covers too for people and then I'll kind of send pictures along the way in the process and it's always so oh. nerve wracking because I'm always just expecting them to be like well no and then like I send something they'll be like that's sick and I'm like thank god I never <laughs> like, send anything half done because I'm terrified like I <laughs> I've done a few album covers and they go like let's just see how it's going we just want to see like what it's starting to look like and I'm yeah. like yeah but if you see half of it and it's yeah. not like flushed out. Yeah, you're gonna go. We shouldn't have hired this guy. And I'm I like, always, no. I always preface it with like, just so you know, I know what's wrong with it, and it's not done. Just so you know. But like, <laughs> yeah. I just want you to see the vague idea of where it's going before I keep doing it, and then waste like ten hours, and then you're like, I hate this. I'm just like, shit. <laughs> it's the same though when they're like, we like your stuff. Do whatever you want. Is like, maybe they saw these three over here, and what if I do this? And they're like, Ugh. Sorry, yep. we shouldn't have hired you. We, we got to find somebody, you know, like it, mm. there's a lot of like ego involved and like, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, like kind of making, creating something and then putting yourself out there and being like, is this okay to people? Yeah. I mean, I suppose you get that every time with like music, but 
for art and design for sure. Like I'm, it's, it's a blow to the ego sometimes when they're like, actually, mm, we're going to have a few changes. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely scary. Yeah. I saw that you, I, I listened to the podcast you did with Diary of Doom and you talked a little bit yeah. about designing, um, was it the Doomfest, Maryland Doomfest? Yep. How yep. did that come I don't about? I remember how long ago that was now because the, it's like I did it a year before that was supposed to happen and then COVID happened and yeah. then now it's finally happening in October, hopefully. So, but yeah, um, I did that artwork. Uh, it just kind of happened, like the opportunity. I remember, so there was a period of time on Facebook where there was this, this big group. I don't know if you were a part of it. I'm not even sure if I'm a part of it anymore, but it was like doom stoner, Southern sludge. It was like the, the it like doom metal, whatever group I was a part of it. Um, and there was like a couple times where I kind of just put myself out there and posted in it like shit. And then from there I started getting like all these friend requests from everybody like in the community, which is, I attribute that group to why I even know anybody right now is just from networking on Facebook. And so during that period of time, I remember I got a friend request from this dude, uh, JB Matson, And I was like, who's that? And so I click on it and it says like in his bio, it's like, Oh, like, uh, you know, pretty much person who puts together Maryland Doomfest. And I was like, that's neat. Okay. And then some time passed. And um, I remember just like, posting my art to my stories and on Facebook and he would like, he liked like a bunch of stuff. And I had the thought where I was just like, what if I got asked to like do that artwork? That'd be kind of cool. And then I got a message <laughs> and it was like, Oh, Hey, like I really like what you're doing. And I want to talk to you about doing the art for the festival. And I was like, sure. I was like, really? <laughs> like, so that's kind of how that happened. That's um, awesome. Not that you even asked, but I just I figured that that's where that that conversation might be going. I'm, I'm always so, interested in how people get some of these gigs because I mean, there's there's a million designers out there and artists, and you can hire a painter, you can hire an illustrator, you can hire a designer, you can hire yeah. anyone, and and it's always interesting to me how people. Well, normally I'm talking to bands and how they find the artists for their artwork, but it's it's even more interesting to me finding the designer and saying, "How did you get this job?" and it does. It always. It's always random. It almost always seems random because I've gotten a few jobs for concert posters, albums, stuff like that, and it's never like the way you would expect to get some of those nope. jobs. It's always random. It's, it's always yeah. I joined a Facebook group and this guy liked my stuff, or who knows? Who knows what? I don't know. But yeah, it's interesting. So what did you do for him? You you did you draw something or design something digitally or what what did you end up doing yeah, for him? So I did I don't know if you saw like the flyer. So like the main portion, like we actually we went through a couple different sketches. This was actually one of those situations where like I was sending stuff and then there was some period in between where like he didn't really say anything and then he was like, Okay, to be honest, like this thing it's not really the vibe and I was like, All right. It's like Oh, shit. I hope I figure it out. And so eventually I created something where he was like, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, thank God. So like the whole, it was like me. And then um, he has like another designer formatter. I think his name is Bill. Um, I don't remember his last name, but um, we haven't talked in a while. But like the main portion of it with like the woman and she's got like these horns and all this stuff hanging off and she's got like melted candles on her torso and like she's all creepy and like purple i did like that whole middle section and then like everything around like the background with like the moon and stuff and all the band names like the other dude did all that but i i did the main section of the woman and it's really interesting i actually i recently again because i think it's just they've been posting about it and promoting like people message me and they're like is that your artwork and i'm like yeah that is my artwork i'm like okay. that's cool that people recognize it like yeah stylistically i'm just like oh neat like i'm doing something right awesome right. that is awesome though and and they used it for like merge posters everything i i believe so it hasn't happened yet okay, so right. like, but the plan was it's gonna be like on i'm pretty sure it's gonna be like on all the t-shirts and koozies and stickers and whatever else they have for merch um i plan on going down if it's still happening i think cool. it's halloween weekend like the 28th through the 31st so i want to go down just because i don't know i did the artwork and 
Hell yeah. Get some shirts and go see all these cool bands and talk to more people that I haven't met in real life, but I'm internet friends with. So, right. yeah. Did they, did, do they send you anything? They send you a t-shirt or koozie or anything? Uh, not, not yet. I, I don't, I haven't really, I haven't talked to them in a while. I think it was more just like I was going to be able to get in and then get all the free stuff when I get oh, there. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm always curious. I haven't how... been... I'm sorry. I was just going to, I just meant like, I'm always curious how uh, like bands or festivals or anyone handles that stuff too. Cause obviously you get paid for your work, but mm -hmm. I always feel like they should flip you the shirt that, that you did or, or something, yeah. you know? So just no, exactly. Oh, I forgot. So, well with this too, like I, I didn't get paid for this, but we, we did like negotiate some stuff. Um, and I was just like, it's one of those things where I was kind of like, kind of bummed at it at first but then i was also like this is like one of my first like actual like i don't know designs that's being used for something kind of i don't know decently big yeah. and also they do the the custom like fuzz pedal they've done that for the past couple of years at least it's uh eric calvert from frost giant electronics um it's like his his massive build pedal like they do a custom maryland doom fest one with whatever art is used that year so actually like get up really quick um, I got one of these guys for free, so that was pretty cool. So if this is my artwork on That's a pedal, awesome. so yeah, I'm like, okay, cool, like I'm happy. Uh, and then whatever else happens, it's just been like so long at this point that I'm like, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. As long as the festival yeah. gets to happen and my art gets used, I'll be happy. So yeah. at least I, I mean, got this. There's, there's so. a whole whole bunch of different ways to to handle getting paid, and yeah. you know. I know the the design community is a little rough sometimes and, you know, they always stress not under, under selling yourself and you got to ask for what you're worth and, and all that stuff. But also like, you know, free merch and shit's cool and tickets to stuff or yeah. even the exposure. I know everyone says you can't get paid in exposure, but I mean, it's obviously people recognize your stuff and I'm sure you get work out of it just because of doing that. So you know, it just depends all, on the circumstance, you know, like certain things like with with my own personal work, like if I'm working with like bands on album covers and T-shirt designs, I definitely have like over the past year, like steadily raised my prices to really like because uh, to understand like how much work goes into each thing. It's like, you know, I'll just be upfront about it now because it's always hard to ask for money, especially when it's like you're doing like a 16, 20 hour like job on an album cover. You want to get and you're doing all these like edits back and forth like you want to actually make like a paycheck at least on that but certain right. things if it's like certain friends or like opportunities like this or like where i'm just going to get a bunch of free shit and i can go for free and like you just got to like figure out what it's worth to you like yeah yeah exactly yeah and i i was gonna say like i, I do some woodworking and, and stuff like that and the finished product can be this big and they're like, well, that's obviously worth a certain amount. They don't know that it took me like two weeks <laughs> to, yeah. like, to do the thing, you know? Um, but speaking of that, I, I was going to mention that you, you did jewelry too. So I wanted to hit all the, all the, all the things that, that you do. So how, how is that going? When did that start? Um, um, I haven't done that in a while. I kind of do it when I feel like it. I don't know. I'll do it in batches. Um, initially, like I, I really liked sculpting as a form of art for a long time. And then I just didn't have space to do it. And I kind of got back into drawing. And then when it came to like selling my art as like a business, um, I wanted to get back into the sculpture part. Cause I just have more fun doing that uh, as opposed to just straight up drawing and trying to sell like originals and prints. And uh, I really like fashion cause I do my t-shirts too. I do batches of that. Um, so I was like, oh, you know what? Like, why don't you just like make jewelry? Like I do stuff with like polymer clay and like metal. Um, and so, yeah, I, uh, I remember I started my, I like rebranded my art page to just jewelry for a bit. And then I kind of, it's kind of like everything now, but I like creating like cool pieces that people can wear. I've done like a couple custom pieces, but I haven't really touched that stuff in a while. Cause I've just been focusing on the, the graphic and the music again recently. But, um, they're a little on brand. They're a little, little creepy. And, and yeah, I, I like stuff that's kind of like primitive and natural looking. Something that's not like super complicated. And like, I don't claim to know a whole lot about jewelry making. Like I follow a lot of jewelry making pages and I have a lot of friends who do it and they're awesome at it. 
and I see that stuff and I'm like, I want to do that too. But like, it's another thing where it's like, depending on what you're doing in it, so many materials and so many things to learn and right. I have no space. So I kind of just do what I can with the materials that I know how to use. And so I've actually been thinking about making jewelry again because I don't know. I think it's the season too, like fall and stuff. I think about like, I don't know, witchy adornments and I don't know. I just, I want to make something that looks magical. (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned the shirts. Um, I had to ask you about the nice riffs shirt. Yes. Where, where did the idea come from and how long you've been doing that? It it must be going pretty well because I see them all over the place. Not just all over the place. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, I, I guess it's like, it's literally, it was a dumb idea I had. Like I have dumb, it's just sayings will float around my head and then I, I twist them in a way that are, I don't know, are dumb sometimes. And so there was one time I just was like, I don't know. I was like, nice tits. And I was like, how do I make that like relative to music? I was like, nice riffs. And then I was like, <laughs> that's kind of funny, I guess. So I was like, I'll just make a t-shirt for myself. So I made my own like prototype on like a, like a ribbed tank top. Like that's what I wanted them to be printed on too, but it just, it couldn't happen. Like there wasn't wow. an option for that. But uh, yeah, I just like handmade one on like a ribbed tank top with like markers. And I was like, maybe like 10 people will like this. Like I could hand make like some of these, that'd be fun. And so then I posted it to my Instagram one day and I was like, hey, I came up with this thing. If I want to make shirts, would you buy them? And a bunch of people were like, fuck yeah i'd buy one and then like so i was like okay so then i kept kind of just like for a week like bringing it up and seeing like just what the response would be and like a lot of people wanted them so then i was like i can't hand make those so instead i ended up going through this dude who does our Comahol shirts and he's done personal shirts for me too for like my own personal music i did like a run of t-shirts like erica fur shirts and stuff but um yeah, it's uh, Teeth Like Swords printing in uh, Pawtucket. Yeah, I ended up going to him and I was just like, hey, like, I have another design. And like, can I set up a pre-order? And then I'll just like get you the numbers at some point. And he goes, yeah. And so I ran like a pre-order for like a week or two in, in the first run. And I sold like, I don't know, I had like 100 shirts. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And then after all those, like, people kept messaging me. And they're like, where can I get this shirt? And I was like, I don't have any left. And so then I waited until all their shirts were shipped out from the first batch. I waited a couple months and then I kind of brought it up again. I was like, Hey, whoever missed the first batch, if I do another run, will you buy one? And then everybody was like, yeah, I'll buy one. And I was like, cool, I'm doing it again. And I added like a couple other options into it this time too. Like instead of just the, um, like the white tank tops and the black tank tops, white tees, black tees. I was like, a ringer would be cool. Like, do people like ringers? I think that'd be cute. So then I did that and people like those. So I'm just going to, I'm probably going to keep bringing it back every now and again. Because even with this batch that I did, I keep getting messages or people wear them in their posts and tag me. And then people I don't know comment on that post. And they're like, dude, where'd you get that shirt? And then <laughs> they'll be like, oh, Erica. And then they message me and I'm like, I don't have any more. <laughs> so that's about the, as good of response as you could possibly hope for. I mean, I know I'm I'm honestly surprised because it's just a dumb thing that my brain said, and then I right. was like, "That'd be cool on a shirt." And then uh, I guess other people thought it was cool. So That's thank awesome. you, thank you everybody for thinking yeah. that my brain did something cool. <laughs> it, it doesn't get any better than that. You come up with a, a simple, simple shirt design, and it. You know, even a hundred responses is kick ass. Yeah. I and mean, just the fact that you can do it a couple times, it's it's impressive. I love it. It's, cool. it's always like the simple thing. It's not the thing you put like hours and hours of work into that you're like, yeah. Oh yeah, this is my heart and soul and I'm so proud of it. It's <laughs> like the like <laughs> butts and like everybody's like, Yeah, dude, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even with my my silly Instagram account, like some of the fake album covers that I'll make. And I, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but like I'll, I'll put a lot of time <laughs> and effort into some of these fake album covers. And I'll be like, this is really clever. This is re- this is really going to go. Everyone's going to share this and it's just going to be something great. And it's like not much, not much of a response. And then I'll just make like some fart joke and everyone's like, dude, so good. <laughs> yeah, it's literally 
I don't know. I have like a couple other ones too. I kind of want to make this like a like a thing. I love doing clothes. Like it's a lot of fun. That's why I like designing for bands and, and merch too. But uh, I have a I have a few more sayings too that I think I want to try and taunt in the future and see what the response is. Because I mean, mm-hmm. I love doing this. I love doing the variations of nice riffs, and I have some more plans for different types of merch with that too come winter and stuff. But I have a couple other sayings that. I don't know. I think people might think are funny on shirts. So uh, that that'll be happening in the future at some point. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, before we, we get off the topic of design, I didn't mention the artwork for old climb, your new single, which I, I really liked. And I mean, it, it looks like all your, all, it looks like your style, but I just thought it was such a cool design and uh, you know, fits every, fits everything that you do so well. But um do you do it? Do you have like a tablet that you draw on or do you draw it first and scan it or, or how do you go about yeah. this? I, uh, I have like an iPad seven and I just use procreate uh, with that art specifically. It was one of those things where we were like, all right, we're going to release a single next week. And I was like, I should probably make art for that. So I kind of pulled from lyrics in the song. I was like, what would be like the coolest thing? And so I one of like the first lines is like, what what is it in my own song it's like push those fingers deeper and i was like oh yeah like that's how i feel recently anyway i just want to fucking <laughs> so i i actually i took like a photo of me doing something like that just for like reference and i pulled it up in my ipad and kind of like took from that sketched it up and then yeah it's just it, it was just all done in procreate but it's yeah. awesome. Is that the plan? What do you have a plan for the the album, the EP? Do you have uh, oh, anything I already, in mind? Or? I got I got that artwork done already. Yeah. Just waiting to get uh, the rest of the album mastered, get all the files for that, and then figure out uh, who to go through and how to get CDs made, and want to make some vinyls too and stuff. So cassette tapes. Yeah, definitely. It seems like a lot of people within this community really like all that stuff. So, and I'm yeah. myself included. I want to have a tape and a vinyl of it. So. Yeah. Hopefully other people do too. And we can make those, make it happen. Cool. Yeah. Um, how about a, a question from Instagram? Okay. So this is uh this is from Daniel uh, on Instagram is Daniel bones. Which oh, I'm sure great. You know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wants to know any of those, any of these fuckers ever blast out of the wall. Oh my God. <laughs> and like, Shoot a big old cum shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> have you watched that show? Dude? I have. Yeah. Well, okay. Actually, <laughs> actually, when when he sent that to me, I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And but in my head, I was going, "This sounds like something that's from I think you should leave or mm-hmm. something, something like that." And then his response was, "It's from the show. It's called I Think You Should Leave." And I was like, "Man, I called it. It's I don't remember it. I don't remember that part." But I was like, "This sounds like something that might be from that show." It's interesting. The ghosts, I dude. This show has been following me like ever since, ever since I discovered there was a second season. I think I've watched the second season like fourteen times with like fourteen different people, and yeah. like just we just it's just it doesn't stop being funny. <laughs> did you did you like the second season as much as the first? I do. With both seasons, I feel like the way it goes is like the beginning starts like super strong. And then it kind of as it goes along, it kind of it loses it a little bit. I still think it's all funny, but I think the stronger stuff's definitely always like the first half. And then the rest is like it's always like I put it on at night and then I just start falling asleep. And then I'm like, oh, there's skits I've never seen. <laughs> but um, I watched the first definitely. season like like five times. And then I, I watched the second season once. I think I just yeah. watched it once. But it's so funny. I love Tim Robbins. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch Detroiters? Because I was so bummed when that show got canceled. No, somebody asked me this the other day, and I was like, I've never seen that show. It's not it's not as absurd as that. It's not like just you know off the handle like that show. It's like a scripted like comedy show, but it's really funny. It's it's really good. And friend- it was on Comedy Central for like, I don't know, yeah. three seasons maybe, and, and they canceled it. But oh, a friend showed me last night he was like have you ever heard of auntie donna's and i'm like no and he's like this is filling the void of i think you should leave and so we put it on last night and i think it's 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 made by tim robinson and another dude from i think you should leave and it's definitely 
it is its own breed of comedy. I, I but like it's, it, you can definitely tell that it's like, it's it's them. But um, it's another show that's it's pretty outrageous. It's pretty funny. Well, that was that was the question that I got from Instagram. So thank thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's do this uh, real or fuzz game. Okay. So. I'm not sure if you watch the podcast or not, but I'm going to show you 10 album covers. Okay. And some of them are real and some of them are not. And I call them fuzzed. And you're going to tell me which is real and which ones are fuzzed. Dude. Oh no. <laughs> this is the first one. Hot damn. Big fat lover. Um, it's so outrageous. I'm going to say it's real. One is real. Well done. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Diarrhea planet. planet. Um. Uh, it's not real. It's fuzzed. Yeah. Wrong. Fuck. That's a real album right there. <laughs> Diarrhea <laughs> planet is real. Mammoth lungs. Well, somebody <laughs> open a window. Um, I want it to be real, but I think it's fuzzed. This is fuzzed. Think okay. <laughs> so sometimes it's pretty ridiculous the shit that people uh, have for band names and album covers. Is Fucked off. For example, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's real because I want it to be real. <laughs> this is real, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, if you want to check out the latest podcast with uh, Doctor Smoke, he he, okay. talks about, he he talks about shit fucker for a while. Really? And, and I decided to add it to the game because I love That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. Bent over. <laughs> um. Ah. Uh... Mm. It's fuzzed. <laughs> it is. Kane Robert. What am I looking at? There's a lot going on in this one. That's what you're looking at. It's real. This is real. <laughs> I'm good at this game. <laughs> Man, and I think this guy like played guitar for Alice Cooper or something and, really? and went, went solo. So yeah, definitely real. Wow. Ken, by request only. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh another one that I, I want to be real. Um I'm going to say that it's real. This is real. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing pretty good. Dude, I thought I was going to fail miserably. At this. <laughs> no, no, fucker. no, no fucker. <laughs> um, it's real. This is real. Oh, my God. How am I good at this? <laughs> yeah, you're surprisingly good at this. <laughs> What's that say? Don Perkins, songs for my wild woman. Oh my god. These can't all be real. These can't. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that it's fuzzed. Damn, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Get some gems. Society gang rape. What? <laughs> no fate. Um, it's real. This is real. Oh my god! Dang, that was the last one, dude. Shit, I did pretty good. <laughs> you did really good. Wow. I think you missed one. I. I think that might be the best on on this wow. on the show so far. Yeah, I mean, no one's gotten it perfect yet, but yeah, I think you might be the closest one. I, I'm impressed with. I didn't know I had this talent. So, <laughs> congrats. That's all I got for you. Sweet. Yeah. So, anything you wanna wanna plug? Um, 
shows uh, coming up or music coming up or anything else? Um, well, definitely at some point we'll be releasing an album. So there's that. Hopefully before the end of the year. Um, we have some shows. Let's see. There's the one tomorrow in Vermont, which I mean, I, I'm not super familiar with the Vermont scene, but if you're in Vermont, you should come to Jimmy's basement in Burlington because we will be there with a bunch of other cool people in this super awesome venue. Uh, and then we have two gigs in October. We have one October 14th at dusk in Providence. And then we have one October 19th at Altones in Jewett city. I think that's the one that we're playing with uh, Montaluna and Temptress. It's like their tour. We're opening for them. Cool. Um, and then I think taking a break for a bit, or we're going to try to book some shows. And then we have like one more show in December at Altones uh, with a, think you pronounce it Buzwa. It's uh, the dude, Mike from uh, Backwoods Payback. It's like his other band. So, and then, yeah, that's pretty much what we have on the schedule right now. Just working on the album stuff. Hopefully we'll get that out soon. You, you, so. don't, have a, you don't have a date for the, the EP? Uh, we're, we're still waiting on to get the files back. So, okay. and cause we, we went to Redwater, I can't even say it, Redwater Recording Studio in Pennsylvania, which is uh, the drummer of Heavy Temple's recording studio. We we're friends with them, so we went down there. Um, but they just went on a little tour, so I haven't I haven't been pestering him about getting back to us yet. But soon, soon there will be stuff. So the, hopefully, the we music can scene out there at that that direction must be like super tight knit because out of like the ten episodes I've done or whatever, like five of them have mentioned like a lot of the same bands that yeah. They're friends with, like or they it. tour with, or they whatever, and it's it's a lot of you know heavy temple. I did uh, Red Touch Black, and I had yep. Age of Truth on, and okay. they're all just from kind of the same you know area ish. I guess everything's a little closer out there. I'm in the Midwest, so nothing is close at all. Yeah. So <laughs> Philly's loaded with awesome bands. Like yeah. I first time I went was like a couple of years ago, and then this past summer I've been down there to hang out with them like four times. And have just been like meeting all their friends and seeing all these bands. And like, it's a really awesome scene with a lot of yeah. cool people, at least from my experiences. I've met a lot of really cool people that just are all looking to support each other. A lot of them are like in each other's projects and it's just, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. The cool people, a lot of good music. It seems like it. Yeah. It seems awesome. Like I said, you know, being in the Midwest, it's at least two hours to get to the nearest anyone so where where exactly are you i'm in rockford and we're oh. like two hours from chicago and even even the people that i know in chicago it just doesn't seem that that tight but yeah cool you're in a good spot well thank you yeah <laughs> thank you everybody, for everybody check here. out uh check out old climb which is awesome and i'm looking forward to whatever else you got coming up next sweet no thank you so much for asking me to do this um yeah. I like as much as I get nervous talking to people. It's a lot of fun. This has been a lot of fun. Appreciate <laughs> so, it. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, of course. Cool. All right. Well, we'll talk later. And uh, best of luck with the show tomorrow. Thank you so much. All right. Later. All right. Later.